Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. More about Rock Auto later in the show. Your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Oh boy, oh boy. Welcome to the Locked On Golden Knights podcast. I am your host, Carlo Gonzalez. You probably know me from Twitter at SumDude88, S-U-M-D-O-O-D-88, or from my other podcast, the Weekly Nightly Podcast, where you can find on any of your podcast platforms. And oh my God, we have a lot to talk about today. We have the martinez uh re-signing his contract we got a few trades that happened we got a few players that came in but the big one the big big one that we got to talk about first is the mark andre Fleury trade um and to be and, and the whole drama surrounding uh around it to be honest with you, I think a lot of people are uh, a lot of fans are a little bit more upset with what was going around uh, the trade than the actual trade itself. The trade itself is very reasonable. The return was literally basically nothing. We get a minor leaguer, uh, an EHLer, uh, ECHLer. Uh, from Chicago in return for Mark Andre's uh, Mark Andre Fleury, Mark Andre Fleury goes to, and his whole contract goes to Chicago, and I don't mind the trade itself. It frees up seven million dollar, uh, uh, seven million dollars of cap space for Vegas to play around with, uh, in free agency, uh, and I it's actually sur- more surprising that. Vegas didn't have to kind of bribe Chicago to uh, give away Flurry, uh, especially with the rumors going around that Flurry might possibly retire if he gets traded. Um, I don't know what's going to happen. It feels like that's a little likely. He wants to retire Golden Knight. Uh, I want him to retire Golden Knight, but that $7 million uh, of cap space could really help Vegas. Uh, and I will talk about later in the show what they use that $7 million uh, for. Uh, I personally think there's there's a whole, like I said, there's a whole lot of drama surrounding it. Uh, there's tweet, uh, a tweet, uh, a lot of media reporters saying that Marc-Andre Fleury found out on Twitter before he heard from the team, which is, in my opinion, kind of unacceptable uh vegas should figure out their process of informing players that they've been traded this is not the first time uh this situation happened i don't think the intent is there i think it's just the way they run things that make it seem really bad when they are not telling their players that they've been traded i feel like they just i feel like the front office d- 
do not the way they keep uh, keep like try to try to keep things so secretive that they try not to tell their employees or the players about anything until it's official and finalized and the insiders uh gets the information leaked it leaks it on twitter or or maybe mark andre's uh uh, agent leaks in on Twitter before the team has a chance to uh, to talk to any of the players. I think the management needs to be a little bit more open to their players and not wait, la- try not to wait last minute before they inform them of being traded. It's be- it's starting to become a problem. Uh, there are ways around it. They need to before like it- it's before the insiders could find out about the trade incoming and before like they just go tell the player hey we're about to do this before you tell any of the insiders it's it's i i don't know what the protocol is for that but i think that's the biggest issue in this whole drama um mark andre Fleury itself the person i love one of my favorite athletes of all time really easy guy to root for uh i i personally kind of saw this coming i talked about this a bunch of times before that a goalie is probably gonna be moving out and it's probably gonna be mark andre Fleury, but that doesn't mean it's less painful i know it's coming but it's kind of like you know ripping it ripping the band-aid out it's still it's still gonna be uh painful you know it's it's i love mark andre i i'm Pretty much 90% sure there's going to be a number 29 in the rafters in Vegas and in Pittsburgh uh, when he retires. And he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, that leaves room to Rob, for Robin Leonard, which there's a, not, a big uh, a drama surrounding around that, too. Uh, which I want to talk to the fans if you're listening to this. Uh, I, I, I'm not here to uh, tell you what to do or or preach about it but this is just what i feel about the whole situation with leonard as leonard is has been getting some hateful messages and tweets blaming the trade on him this is not on robin leonard and and, and attacking his mental health robin leonard is a very very uh open person about his mental health and his mental struggles and when people try uh, when people use that against him and and make it a negative uh it's it's not okay you know people struggle with mental health every day and this and the stigma around it is is that they're weak one of my favorite quotes by robin laner when he won the master chin uh trophy was that he said that he might be mentally ill but he's not mentally weak and I f- feel like when you attack Robin Leonard like that, I feel like those people who do are the ones that are mentally weak, who, whose egos and 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 f- are so fragile that they go after someone who who's just a bystander to this whole situation. And I feel really bad uh, for Robin Leonard for pe- for those pe- kind of people. You know, I hope uh Leonard who's really been really good at doing these kind of stuff using that as fuel to pl- uh to be 
to to really elevate his game next season. Uh because he's now the number one goalie, uh no no ifs, buts, or whatever whatever about it. It's Robin Leonard's crease now. And it's not a 1A, 1B situation anymore. He is the 1A. And he has a big shoes, some big shoes to fill. Uh, I am going to miss Marc-Andre Fleury so, so much. Uh, he is, like I said, one of my favorite uh, athletes. I have a jersey. I own a Marc-Andre jer- uh, Fleury jersey and a jersey. Uh, my first ever uh, merch what is, in, uh, is a Vegas Golden Knights hat with Marc-Andre Fleury's number and signature on it even before he was drafted in the expansion draft. Uh, yeah, it, it's... I would like to take this moment to really kind of just thank him for what he's done to the city, what he's done for the team, and what he's done for this organization. Uh, it, 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 it does suck to see him go, but I understand it is a business, and um, it is the general manager's job to to create or just put together the best team in their eyes as best as they could. And moving Marc-Andre Fleury was the one that made a lot of sense. Um, it's it, it was just the process of the the whole uh thing about him not finding out the, he was the last person to find out pretty much you know it's it that really sucks uh like i said before they need to figure out a way to streamline that process and kind of tell the players that they are moving them beforehand at the same time McCrimmon did say that the, the, uh it's not really a blind side trade Flurry knows that the Blackhawks were interested. It was just knowing that it actually happened. Uh, that was the biggest issue there. Uh, but yeah, that's that's my thoughts on the Flurry trade. Um, uh, like I said, I'm gonna really miss him. Hopefully, when he retires, he's gonna stay around Vegas. He's gonna be in the Vegas organization. He's gonna join the alumni. Uh, maybe he's probably gonna be in Pittsburgh. I don't know. Uh, because the, he's also beloved over there. Uh, I don't know if he's ever going to play in Chicago, uh, but we'll see. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, on that note, uh, I'm going to go and move on to uh, what Vegas uh, did with the seven, uh, $7 million of cap space that was freed up uh, on the Marc-Andre Fleury trade. But... Before that, uh, I'm going to tell you guys about uh, Bet Online. It is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball is in full swing, so you can track all the action on Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and information on all your sporting needs, including the MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC or MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the greatest sporting news sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Do not sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your f- chance to get into the game as teams prep their, for the runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. 
Ben Online, your online sportsbooks experts. Promo code locked on. Uh, so uh, Vegas made uh, a bunch of moves uh, after uh, the Mark Andre Fleury trade. Uh, the day after free agency opens up, uh, lots of moving pieces around the league. The first thing on their agenda uh, was bringing back uh, Alec Martinez, who got himself a sizable raise. Uh, he was making $4 million before, and now he's making $5.25 million. Uh, I love Alec Martinez. I love what he brings to the team. I love his veteran presence. He's a warrior. Love watching his plays. One of my favorite players on the team right now. But I think 5.25 is a little bit too much for me. I think it does deserve the raise, but three years for that much. He's 34 years old. He's not getting any younger. Uh, and especially with a team that is very, very uh, cap-strapped, uh, 5.25 is a little bit too much. I mean, I don't hate it. I love the fact that they were able to bring him back. You keep your top four. Uh, intact with um, uh, McNabb, Petrangelo, Martinez, and Theodore. You bring those guys back. Uh, you do uh, lose Holden, which I'll talk about a little uh, a little bit later on, who is a depth defense defenseman. And you keep the bottom pair of Ho uh, of Haig and White Cloud. Um, the this move, uh, like I said, I don't hate it. Uh, also, I'm not the I'm not like super ecstatic about it just for the fact that it uh, of the contract of the cost. Uh, I thought that maybe 4.5 would have been uh, fair for this contract. Uh, three years. Uh, there, there is no uh, no movement clauses or any any protection from any movement. So uh, they, they are going to be able to move him if need be. Um, I don't think they will anytime soon. Uh, he will be 37 by the time this uh, contract is over. Uh, right, like at the same age as Petriangelo's uh, uh, when his contract was over. Uh, like I said, Alec Martinez probably one of our best defensemen, uh, especially when he's paired with Alec Petriangelo. Alex Alex Petriangelo. Um, those two are really good together. Um, so you keep the that defensive core who's been one of the best in the leagues. Uh, and the problem right now for me is the forwards. Uh, there's a lot of things that just happened, but Martinez. Uh, it was it was actually expected. There was there was rumors and talks about Martinez coming back to Vegas, um, which, uh, like I said, I was really excited. I didn't know how much the money was. Uh, the rumor says five five million. I thought that was already a lot, and uh, yeah, two five to three years. Um, lot lot a lot to uh, unpack there. So that's basically uh, that's what they use the. It, it was it wasn't even the flurry uh, contract that was, I mean uh, cap cap room that they used on Martinez because Vegas had about. I think like four million before uh, Flurry, uh, the Flurry contract came off the books. They had about four million. Uh, Martinez kind of ate up most of that, plus 
a little bit into the cap relief uh, flurry got. And then th the next thing they did is they went on and traded for Evangi uh, 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 Dadunov, uh, which was such a huge head scratcher for me. Uh, this this one really caught me out of left field, to be honest with you. I mean, I don't think Dadunov is a bad player, like a lot of fans are thinking. Uh, they are saying that he is. Uh, he did not perform very well in Ottawa, but Ottawa is not really that good of a team, anyways. Uh, he played he played really really well uh, in his time in Florida. Uh, but he is going to be a third liner in this uh, in this team. And he has about still he's still about two years left in his five million dollar contract. Uh, and he is a winger. He does not play center at all. The biggest need for this team was down the middle. And I am surprised they got another winger. Uh, to be fair, if you put him with uh, Alex Tuck, in that third line uh, on the wings, that is going to be a very, very formidable uh, third line. Uh, whoever you're going to put in the middle of that, uh, you can put uh, like you bump down Stevenson. Maybe uh, there's uh, uh, Nolan Patrick is now an option. There's Peyton Krebs, Nick Y still here. Uh, there's there's a few options in that third line now. Uh, and you have two really good wingers that can score. Uh, Dadunov is not known for his defense, but uh, with the evolution of Alex Tuck and whoever you put in that middle, uh, in that center spot, uh, is going to play, is kind of cover uh, enough defense for Dadunov, kind of like the way uh, Riley Smith and William Carlson covers for Marsha. So uh, it, the, the, forward lines are now kind of crowded i was hoping that Payne krebs is gonna uh take a spot i'm gonna talk about that later in the next segment about the home lineup situation and all and how crowded it is and how uh convoluted i'm gonna talk a little bit more about the other moves that vegas uh made uh because now that flurry uh, is uh shipped out the uh vegas needed a backup goalie uh they got loren brosson uh from winnipeg uh as a free uh, unrestricted free agent and i actually do really like this signing i think 2.35 uh was actually uh, is actually really good uh for him uh he's actually a pure backup and is a very very good backup is not going to be a 1B. He's a backup. And he performed really well uh, every time he gets to play. He has a few bad games here and there, but that's what you expect from a backup. Um, his his uh, analytic numbers, if you look at a lot of it uh, around, uh, is really, really good. I actually really do like this signing. Um, and the number, the number is pretty fair. Uh, two years, 2.35. That would be enough. To groom Logan Thompson to be the next uh, backup in the future. Maybe Logan Thompson gets a few games this year. We don't know. Uh, in case of in, uh, in case of like injury and stuff, uh, I expect Logan Thompson to see uh, some games. Hopefully, it doesn't have to come to that. But 
uh, I think I think Brassois is a is a good is a good pickup. Uh, and then there's uh, Sven Berstichi. I don't know how to pronounce the name. This is an AHL contract. I'm not too worried about it. Uh, and they also brought back Gage Quinney, uh, Gage Quinney and Patrick Brown. Uh, pretty excited. Uh, they're probably going to be in the AHL too. Patrick Brown would be a dip forward. I don't see Patrick Brown even cracking the... It's going to be really hard for him to crack the lineup this season because, as I want to talk about later, how crowded it is. And another really out of left field signing for me is Matthias Janmark. It's not like I don't like Matthias Janmark. It's that the way the cap was, I didn't expect him to have room to fit Matthias Janmark. With Matthias Janmark signing, Vegas is now about one point, uh, close to two million dollars over the cap, which is uh, it's not supposed to be allowed. Uh, they are allowed, uh, I think, ten percent. Uh, to be over 10% on, on the cap. Uh, I think they're a little bit over it now. So they, they're going to have to make another move to compensate for that. They're, uh, and that's before Nolan Patrick and Dylan Coughlin signs their uh, RFA contracts, which I expect them to. So it it is, it is a very... Uh, like like I said, Matthias Yenmark, uh, I like. Uh, he's not for for the price he's paying two million dollars. That's actually a good price for him. Uh, so, but it, it's just the way the caps the cap to work. I I didn't expect him to uh to fit in that uh in the whole situation. Uh, but yeah, that's that's the. That's the moves that Vegas did on the opening day of free agency. Uh, McCrimmon said they're not in talks right now uh, to make more moves, but they kind of have to because they are over the cap, uh, the allowable cap. Uh, are they going to put someone in the LTIR? Um, so I don't know, man. Uh, and they have a surplus of forwards now. Uh, so there's that. Which uh, I'm going to talk about it a little bit uh, later on because the, the defense is fine. I'm not worried about the defense. They have a good kind of hierarchy there. You have your top, like I said, you have your top four. You have McNabb, uh, McNabb, Theodore, Petrangelo, Martinez, uh, Haig, and uh, White Cloud. And you have uh, Dylan Coughlin as your seventh defenseman. And maybe Korzak can uh, play his way into the team. That's fine unless they move someone from there, uh, like a McNabb, out to compensate for the the contracts. Uh, but I'm gonna talk about the forward situation, which is a little is worrying me a little bit. But uh, before that, let me tell you about RockAuto.com. With the ever increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible for your local chain's auto parts store to stock up all the parts you need. Why endure the often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions? Is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? And wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand in their warehouse happens to carry. You have the computers with access to rockauto.com at home or in your pocket. Save time and money when you're using rockauto.com. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, or even 100% more for the same parts from the chain stores or car dealership. 
Rock Auto is a family-owned business serving do-it-yourselvers for over 20 years. They, they have everything you could need. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, or even a new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today and find a solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. So I was saying the forward lines. Um, so far, this is what we have. Uh, we have the Pacioretty Stevenson Stone line, right? Uh, I don't know if they're gonna touch that, but you know you have. You're gonna keep those three. Uh, you have Pacioretty and Stone. I don't know if I don't know if they're gonna demote. Stevenson try someone else in the middle there, but Stevenson's going to be there. You have the Misfit line. You have Marcia So, Carlson, Smith. And in the third line, you're just going to go tri get tricky. The bottom six. Okay, the bottom six. Now you have Dadanov. You have Dolan Patrick. You have Alex Stuck, right? Now what are you going to do with uh, Nick Waugh? Uh, there's Howden. Uh, there's Carrier. There's Reeves. And then you have uh, Peyton Krebs that you kind of want to put in the NHL team. Uh, I think uh, what I see happening is they're going to put Nolan Patrick in between uh, Dadanov and Tuck. Uh, you keep your top six, a very good top six. And Krebs, unfortunately, is going to st stay in the AHL. What I'm worried about that is uh, I don't want him to get slunted and develop again. He's ready for the NHL. The, the, the front office needs to figure out how to put him into the NHL. Oh, and I forgot Yanmark. Yanmark is still there. Okay. So now you have a certain, like for your fourth line. So you have all that. So you have your options in the fourth line. You have Reeves, Colasar. I forgot about Colasar. Reeves, Colasar. Carrier, Wah, Yanmark, Krebs. You have six people for three spots. Uh, is Reeves uh, going to be on the way out? Because you can't keep six scratches. Uh, you're going to keep Coglin up, so you have two spots left. You have three in, in, in your... Uh, like, you can't even afford it to keep them in the, in the cap. You're going to have to send someone down. Is Carrier gonna be sent down in the minor leagues? Is Re is Reeves? Is uh you're gonna have yet is your fourth line gonna be Yanmark, uh Colasar and Wa? I don't mind that, but what are you gonna do with the other three? Uh I know Krabs can still go in the AHL, so they they're no like I'm I'm not happy about keeping Krabs. He's gonna get the Cody Glass treatment, which is very, very unfortunate. I don't want that to happen. Um but you could you could say that maybe Carrier and Reeves are uh fell off favor from the uh from from the coaching staff in the front office. You probably won't uh won't see them as much next year. Uh they are a staple of the fourth line for years now, and it could be this could be the first year that they are like both of them will not be playing in the same line, the Bash Bros. Will not be playing on the same like on the same time anymore. One of them, both of them, is going to be healthy scratched. 
in a way, you know, this could be the first year that that could happen. So there, that's a big juggling situation. Is Nolan Patrick going to be uh, as good as advertised by the general managers? Uh, like I said, where are you going to put Krebs? If what if Krebs is amazing, goes out in training camp and blows everybody's blows everybody away? Where are you going to put him? You don't have room. You know, he's just going to get stuck in the AHL rotting and, and, and stunt his development. That's my biggest worry right here. That's why I didn't, I didn't expect to get a, another winger or even get um, uh, Yanmark back. So I'm guessing Yanmark is going to be a fourth line player, which I don't mind. Like I said, that's going to be a really good depth. You got you get some scoring opportunities in that fourth line now compared to kind of like uh, when, when you have Reeves and uh, Carrier there. Yeah, so uh, we'll see. And, and then you have Jack Dugan, who's going to compete for a roster spot next season. And Alvin S., what are you going to do with him? Uh, he's been knocking on the door for a few years now, too. So, and then after, uh, after the postseason, after, I mean, the regular season, you have a chance to go sign Ivan Morozov after the regular season, but that's a, it's a ways away. Anything can happen from now till April. Uh, so I'm not going to worry about Morozov. Uh, but there it's, it's a very, very crowded um, forward room right now. Uh, maybe someone's going to be moved out. Uh, Reeves, I think is uh, an obvious name. Uh, McNabb could be the guy. To be moved out, uh, you can have, but that McNabb's a little bit harder to replace now that Holden is gone. Because if you move McNabb out, you're gonna have to put Coglin in the uh, in the lineup, and who's gonna be your seventh defenseman? Uh, Bischoff, uh, Korzak. Uh, if 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 Korzak's gonna uh, be on the NHL team, he's gonna be playing. He's not gonna be a seventh defenseman. Uh, so there's a lot of questions. I'm going to talk about a little bit more about it in on the next episode. Uh, I'm running out of time on this one, so I'll catch you guys uh, next time. There's uh, if you want to check out, uh, there's a lot of things that happen around the league. I'll probably go over that in the next episode too. Uh, go check out Locked On NHL to 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 get an overview on what happened. Uh, in, in the opening day of free agency, there's going to be a lot more to come in the f- next, uh, in a couple next until like season starts. Um, go check out my other podcast, the weekly nightly uh, podcast. Uh, we're going to come out with another episode this Monday. Uh, and that's it, guys. Go follow me on Twitter at uh, SumDude88, S U M D O O D 88. And that's it for me. I still don't know how to end this podcast. Uh, So thank you for listening.